Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you're having an amazing day. I am so glad to be back with you. I just want to share three things you can do now to increase your chances of getting married. I often get the question from from women is like they seem to they in their within themselves they feel like they're doing everything. They feel like they're doing all the things they are, you know, they just don't understand why they're not married, why things are not working out, why there's doesn't seem to be a suitor or suitors. And they just, they're just wondering what's going on here. So I wanted to share this episode of three things you can do now to increase your chances of getting married. All right. Now, number one, number one is to upgrade your value system. What do I mean by that? I mean, what are the things that attract you in a man? Upgrade that because right now, one of the reasons why you may not be getting married or you may not have any prospects is because you're looking for all the wrong things. You're not, first of all, are you looking at men that actually want to get married? Because a man has gray in his beard doesn't mean that he wants to get married. Doesn't mean that he wants to live a married life. What are you looking for? Because you met a man at church doesn't mean that he wants to get married. You remember what I've said in other episodes, men have a accomplishment clock. You have a relationship clock. You have a certain time when you get want to get married. Most men don't don't have that. They have a certain time that they've given themselves to be successful. Maybe they said, you know, by the time I'm 40, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'll be retired by the time I'm 45. That's the way men think. Whereas women, yes, we, you know, we care about success. We care about achieving certain things. But a lot of times we are look. we do also have the relationship aspect as well that we want to have by a certain time. So you have to be sure that you're actually looking for someone that is, you know, interested in a relationship, looking, you know, interested in something long term. And you can find that out from conversation. And it doesn't have to you don't have to tell them that you want to be serious. You know, that's one of the biggest turnoffs. You don't enter friendship with a guy telling him, listen, I'm not here to play around. So if you look into play games, I'm not the one. You know, you don't do that because that will definitely turn him off and then he won't get to know how wonderful you are. But what you could do is ask him, what are you, where do you see yourself in five years? And if he gives you his five-year plan and marriage is not in there, chances are it's, it's not on the top of his list. That doesn't mean that things can't change and that it could be on his list, but at least you have an idea of what it is. And don't ask him either. When he gives you his five-year plan, don't say, oh, I didn't, you didn't mention marriage or kids. If it's not on his list, it, it just may not be top of his mind. You know, and that's okay. That's just where he is. But at least, you know, so you don't waste your time. Upgrade your value system. What kind of men are you interested in? Are you interested in men that have it all together in terms of career? But you really, but their spiritual is kind of, you know, kind of iffy. You're not really sure where they stand in, in, in their spiritual, but they have it going on in the career. Is that what you're looking for? You're looking for somebody who's established in their career. Are you looking for somebody who's making a certain amount of money? Are you looking for someone who looks a certain way, who acts a certain way, who has a certain amount of flair, you know, who has a certain smoothness or sexiness about them? If those are the things you're looking for, stop. 
because it's going to be hard for you to find someone to marry because men that are like all of those things I just described does not mean that they're interested in marriage, does not even mean that they're spiritual, doesn't even mean that they're committed to Jesus, doesn't even mean that they use the Bible as their blueprint for life. All it means is, is that they're, you know, very handsome or very successful or very charismatic. What does that have to do with anything? Absolutely not. You cannot. I heard a pastor say, ladies, what are you doing with tall? You know, he has to be tall, dark and handsome. What are you going to use tall to do? Except maybe have tall kids. What are you what are you going to do with tall? Why does the man have to be tall? What are you going to do with tall? You're not using tall for anything. What what are you going to do with tall? You know, the, what are you looking for? If you're looking for tall, dark and handsome, and that is what you're looking for, that's what you're leading with. You're hoping that, you know, he has some good in, in, in qualities, interior qualities and characteristics, but what you first look for is tall, dark, and handsome. Mm-mm. It's going to be hard for you to find someone that is suitable for you to marry. So number one, upgrade your value system. Your value system to lead should lead you to look for a man who lives his life according to God's word, who says that God's word is the final say, that he makes his decisions based on what God's word says that he lives in the fear of God, not somebody that, you know, just does online church and has their own thing that does their own thing. Now, I don't have anything against online church. Online church is powerful. But, you know, if he doesn't have any other option, but if he has an option to be in the church, he should. You should you should look for someone that's in the church because the Bible says for us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. You know, that's that's God's word. So you should look for somebody that and then and then if you only do online church, when do you have an opportunity to serve? You should look for somebody that is looking for a chance to serve God. So you want to look for somebody who God is very important to them. It shows in everything they do and say it shows in their decisions. It shows in their speech. It shows in their actions. Amen. You are going to find a husband that way by upgrading your value system. Stop looking for the things you've always looked for in the past. It doesn't work. It doesn't get you anywhere. It may be nice for a little while, but at the end of the day, they show you their true colors and you're back at square one. So skip the madness and just look for somebody that has the interior qualities you're looking for. Now, does it mean that you're going to marry somebody who is not attractive? No, but it just means that you're not going to lead with that. You're going to upgrade your value system. You're going to start looking for someone that is going to meet you in your future, not just now. Someone that is going to be suitable in the future, not just now. Amen. Now, number two of three things you can do now to increase your chances of getting married is be true to the picture. The picture of who you are the picture of who you know yourself to be. Who are you? What do you, where do you see yourself in five years? Be true to that. Don't date anyone that is not fitting with that. I was guilty of that when I was single. Oh my gosh. I would date people that were attractive to me right then and there, knowing full well that I have a calling on my life, knowing full well that I want to be serving God with everything that's in me. And these people are not thinking anything about that. That's, that's like not in their near future. So that's what I mean by being true to the picture. If you know that there's something about you and God, if there's something about 
or you in business, or there's something about you in the political arena. There's something about you and the mission field, you in nonprofits, you in healthcare, whatever it is. Now, it doesn't mean that the person has to be in the same line of work as you or the same interest as you, but it does, but it does mean that they should be compatible to it. It does mean that they should be open to it. It does mean that they should be, they should fit into that picture. If they can't fit into the picture, then it won't make sense to continue to pursue them. Like, for example, a Jay-Z and a Beyonce fit each other perfectly because they understand the life. They understand why you have to practice for 12 hours a day. They understand why you have to be on the road for three months. An, an average person married to one of them it would find it difficult. So you need to find somebody who's like you, who's going the same way you are because you're going to get into the car of a man who's going your direction. You don't want to be headed to California and get in a car with a man who's headed to New York. You want to find somebody who is going where you want to go ultimately. Look for somebody who has the desire and the interest of where you want to be ultimately, the things that matter to you to at your core. You don't have to have the same interests. You could be an extrovert. They can be an introvert. You can like loud parties. They can like to spend time by themselves. That's not what I mean. But at the core of who you are, are they somebody that wants to see God's kingdom progress? Are they somebody that has a passion for the poor? Because you don't want to be somebody that has a passion for the poor and you want to invest your money and time in that and the person doesn't agree with that and then you guys will end up having having an issue. You don't want to do that. So that's what I mean. The things that matter to you at your core, the things that you've always you've always liked ever since you were little. For me, I've always had a pa- compassion and passion for people who are less fortunate since I was a child. So I can't marry somebody who's stingy. I can't marry somebody who doesn't believe in giving because I have a compassion for that. So that's what I mean. Be true to the picture. Be true to the picture of who you are. Be true to the picture of what you can do. Be true to the picture of what God wants to do in your life. That's why it's so important to know yourself and to start acting in line with who you are. That's another way of getting getting married. Because let's say, for example, at the core of who you are, you really see yourself doing more for the homeless, right? So let's say you start, while you're still single, you start doing a ministry to, to for them. In the midst of that, you could meet your husband. In the midst, I, I talked to someone the other day who met her husband while she was volunteer for disaster relief. In the midst of that, you could meet because you're already acting in line with what you want. You're already acting in line with your future. Or maybe you see yourself as a very successful business person and, you know, start your business. Start now and start being active in it. Start networking. Start meeting other people. Start learning how to do your business at another level. Start learning how to market at another level. And then in the midst of that, you could meet your husband. And guess what? You have similar interests already. It's very important that you be true to the picture of who you are. If you don't really want to be in the club because if you've left that lifestyle and you don't feel comfortable and you can feel convicted, then why are you entertaining it? Why are you there? <laughs> why are you hoping to meet somebody there? You know, it's not you. That's not who you are. So stop. Amen. I'm going to be nice. Now, the last thing is so crucial is... In terms of three things you can do now 
to increase your chances of getting married. And that is give a qualified person a chance. Oh my goodness, we are bad at this as women. <laughs> I know I was bad when I was single. If you if you don't have a six pack, don't even bother talking to me. If there's any inch of fat on your midsection, don't even bother talking to me. Don't even look at me because I sure will look. And if I see it, I'm I'm just walking the other way. I was that petty. But I had to learn <laughs> that there's more to life than six packs. And there's more to life than the things that you see when you see a man. Look inward. Look inward. Give someone that's qualified a chance. Now, this is a little different from upgrading your value system. Upgrading your value system means that you change your mind about what's important, right? You realize that, you know, I've I've been with the the charming guy. That's not important. What what's important is a man that is faithful, a man that is kind, a man that is gentle, a man that is honest, a man that is trustworthy. So you change your value system. You you realize that these are the things that are that at the hold weight. These are the things that are important. Now that was number one. Now number three is give someone qualified a chance. Now if this man checks all the boxes, he has a relationship with God. He tithes. He's committed to a church. He has a a mentor, a, a male mentor that you can see with your own eyes that he listens to that can co- that can call him to order and you know in in a in a good way. If he has all of those characteristics, then honey, give him a chance. You you can at least give him a chance. You can at least go on one date and see what it's like. You should at least give him a chance. Many of us are still single because we we refuse to give certain people a chance. They're just not my type. He's just not my type. I'm not going to be with somebody that's not my type. Okay, you might be 55 and still single. I'm just being real. You know, you give people a chance. As a man gets older, his chances increases of getting of 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 the chance the the number of people he can get married to increases. As a woman gets older, that that number decreases. You know, so you and it's not because you're desperate. I don't want you. I'm not saying that you're desperate. I'm not saying that you have to settle. But what I'm saying is that a lot of times you don't know who would be necessarily good for you. You have to give people a chance. You know, you have you ever been wrong about somebody? Even let's look at your girlfriends. You know, you met a young lady. You thought she was snobby. Meanwhile, she was just quiet. (laughs) You got to know her and you're like, oh, she's the sweetest person. I've had people tell me all the time that they thought I was different than what I really am until they got to know me. Then they really liked me, you know, until you get to know somebody you don't know. And it doesn't mean that you have to date them and marry them. It just means give them a chance. Go for ice cream. Go for a walk. Go, go, go for dinner. Hey, free meal. Why not? All I'm saying is that open your eyes to possibilities. There may be possibilities right in front of you that you're ignoring because it doesn't look the way you thought it was going to look or it doesn't seem the way you thought it was going to seem. Meanwhile, God could have brought the person for you. God could have brought your husband already 10 times. (laughs) But because they didn't look the way you wanted or seem the way you wanted, and here you were, had an idea in your mind, had a picture in your mind, and because it didn't fit that picture, you rejected it. Meanwhile, that person could have been the person that treated you better than anyone ever has in your entire life. My husband treats me better than I thought it was possible for a man to treat a woman. I didn't know it was that possible. And I'm a romantic. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I, I, I used to fantasize about, you know, how, how well my husband would treat me, how he would, you know, 
just worship the ground I walk on and all the little silly stuff. And my husband treats me better than that. I mean, it's amazing. So I want you to imagine that you have your pick of men, that you you have different, different men interested in you and they're all good. They're all faithful to God. They're all men of of value, that have high standards, that are not coming to play with you, that are coming to be responsible, that are coming to learn how to be a good husband, that have already even started learning how to be a good husband, that have made the commitment to you, that are willing to show you that you're the woman that they want, that are willing to fight for you to show that you're, instead of you trying to fight and show them how much you like them, they're willing to fight to show you that you're the one that they want and they're not changing their mind about it. And they're not willing to go home without you, that they are they are willing to do whatever it takes to have you in their life, that they're not going to let you go out of their lives. Imagine that. And you can do it, but you may have to change some things. Nice to talk with you. Have a great day. Bye bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.